Welcome back to the Onside Podcast. My name is John, aka the Weird Guy. That Robo Me made us more money entertaining those kids than the ones we sell to get you freaks off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. I have four of them. <laughs> okay, keep that guy far away from me. It is Tuesday, November second. The least shaviest and the least nuttiest month of the year. <laughs> Did I wonder how that thing got started? I, I think I think I remember seeing something about it like way back when. When the whole idea of like no nut November. So I think it started as a meme. I'm pretty sure it started as a meme. It just like became a thing. I mean, it still kind of is a meme, but like it's less so a meme. It's like an actual thing, you know. No nut November. I remember. Like, no shave November, like, November was, like, actually had, like, a, some meaning behind it. I'm pretty sure it did. No, we're going to Google. Mm-hmm. There's a foundation for it, apparently. November is an annual charity event which people are encouraged to grow mustache for the whole month of November and be sponsored to do so. So, yeah, there you go. There is, there is a reason for that. <laughs> uh... But like, I, don't, I don't even think most people even know, like, that's the actual reason behind it. He was no, like, no shave November. They don't shave. Like, I mean, that, that's a lot of things, though. Like, people don't actually know the meanings behind what they do. They just kind of do stuff because, like, it's what it's, it's just what people do. I think I talked about that, like, in passing a couple days ago, a couple episodes ago. Where I'm like, I don't remember what it was about, but I literally said that, like, that exact same thing. Like, uh, just people just... Some people just, you just do stuff just because, like, that's what people do. You don't actually know, like, why you do it. You know, it, it's kind of like, that, that, this morning I was thinking of something kind of like based on that same idea. I don't even know why I was thinking about this, but, like, John things, right? So, I have, like, a, like a, like a flashback, I guess, uh, to being in Texas my freshman year of high school. Um, and, dude, why are you doing that right now, man? Why? Charlie's being weird. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, we had our AP exams. We had AP exams that day on this particular day I was thinking of. And after the AP exams, like, we didn't have to go back to class for, like, an hour and a half or two hours. We still had to go back, back to school for, like, the last like, two hours of the day, I think, in the first, like, two and a half hours were spent for AP exams, and so after the, uh, the exams were done, like, everyone went, like, we walked up the street to this CC's Pizza, right, it was, like, everyone took the AP exam, so that's, like, you know, across all grades, because all the exams happened at the exact same time, um, so, yeah, like, we just flooded that place, right, and then afterwards, we all walked up to this park, this like pavilion hangout area, I guess, and we're all just hanging out there. And it got me thinking as to how we actually ended up at the park, right? Like how we ended up, how, like I ended up at the park because we just went to the park because everyone was going to the park. <laughs> like that was how that happened, right? So the idea is essentially it's like. There's probably a group of people I said, oh yeah, we should go up to that, that park and just chill out there for a minute, right? So they start moving. 
And someone asks, oh, where are you going? It's like, oh, we're going to the park. And then, you know, they start moving. And then, like, so on and so forth. Until eventually, like, it kind of hits, like, a critical point, I guess you could say. Where it's, like, more than half of the people are now starting to move to the park. And they know, like, nearly ask someone, hey, we're going to the park. Okay, we're going to the park. Right? And so, at that point, the people not moving are now the minority. And so, in order to not be the minority, they just go with the majority so at this point now no one has to say oh where are we going or like going to the park whatever it's just okay we're just following the group of people right so it's kind of like the same idea the same concept with like you know other things like that once like it's like for example with the whole no shape november thing right perhaps it was you know well of course it was in the movement gets started uh, and, you know, people are a part of it, and people ask, oh, why aren't you doing, like, why are you doing this thing, what's, what's the, the deal with this, like, oh, yeah, I don't shave, being sponsored, whatever, annual charity event, right, until eventually, it hits, like, that critical point, right, where the majority of the people are doing it, and they know why they're doing it, but now, there's the minority of people who then just, like, latch onto it, and just follow where the crowd is going, but they don't actually know where they're going or why they're going there. They just know that they're going there because, or they're going somewhere, they're doing something because the majority of people uh, are doing said thing. Hopefully that makes sense. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a degree in sociology. <laughs> so I don't really know much about the the movements of people like that. Although, you know, I, I did do pretty well in human geography. Although that does not really apply in this situation at all, because human geography was, like, you know, the movements of, like, people, people, like, like, groups of people, why people move where, uh, you know, that is human geography, geography of humans, funnily enough, that, like, I took human geography, AP human geography, my freshman year of high school, in Texas, this very, this very year, I, I took the AP exam for it, um, bombed it, <laughs> did terrible on the AP exam, I failed the class too, uh, so, you know, that was great, and it's funny to think about, because, like, if I had passed that class, if I had got passed the AP exam, then I wouldn't have taken AP, or I wouldn't have taken human geography last semester, like, in the spring semester, because I would have already had the credit for it, crazy how it all comes full circle, right, <laughs> but I, I preferred the human geography I took in the spring semester over what I took freshman year, because, like, freshman year, my teacher, it was, like, her first year teaching. Like, yeah, she's, like, super duper young. Uh, and, like, she kind of sucked. <laughs> she really didn't know what she was doing. And, and, but bless her heart, bro. I respect it, but, yeah, she kind of sucked. Uh, also, I mean, it, John was in, like, full anti-school rebellion mode anyway, so it was a, a, a bad combination. But the teacher I had in the spring semester, he was a dope teacher, uh, I mean, he has a degree in the, like, in the field, uh, of course, so it's like, you know, he's been, he's been teaching about this for a minute, and so, like, you know, he brings really a different vibe, you know, to the whole subject, a different passion to the subject, um, that at least my freshman year teacher didn't necessarily bring, right, Actually, funniest memory, I think I'm a told story before, but funniest memory I have from that class, my freshman year, uh, AP Human Geography, or AP Hug, as it was called, um, I don't even know why we did this, like, what was the point of this, 
but she at the beginning of class she was like okay we're going to just like tell jokes right and it's just like random because I mean it wasn't the beginning of the school year this is like well into the school year right and she's like okay we're just gonna career in groups of four or whatever it's like yeah we're gonna tell jokes and whatnot and so you know everyone's in their groups at their tables you know we're just, we're just shooting the shit telling jokes whatever having a good time and then after like five ten minutes she's like okay you know share your jokes like well, you know jokes the funnier jokes that y'all shared in the group I really do not remember the point of this. Like, the point of why we did this. I don't think there was a point to this, honestly. Like, <laughs> I think she was just stalling. <laughs> because, like, there was no reason for this. Uh, but, yeah, so we started going around, you know, people telling jokes. And the thing about it, so our teacher, like I said, she's pretty young, right? She was, she was like, blonde, like, very, very blonde. Um, and so, like, we're going around telling jokes. And eventually, you know, kind of slow down a little bit. And one guy's like, can we tell blonde jokes? Because, like, funnily enough, our teacher was the only blonde in the class. <laughs> and so she was like, yeah, it's cool, it's fine. And, like, bro, we went in. <laughs> I'm talking, like, everybody was just, like, dogging them, bro. Like, it was so, it was so bad. Like, people were pulling out some, like, I'm talking out of the woodwork blonde jokes stuff i never even heard before bro like <laughs> like it was it was so it was so funny it was so so funny i mean what wasn't funny was she ended up crying <laughs> i'm laughing which is it's not funny but <laughs> the thing is though the thing was she said it was okay for us to tell the jokes right perhaps she didn't think that you know everyone was gonna like you know go that hard uh, but also, they're just jokes. <laughs> like, they weren't necessarily geared towards her, like, in any way, or anything like that. Like, there was no malicious intent uh, in any of them. But, like, it's just, like, once, like, people started going, like, everyone just started going. Like, <laughs> I feel like people were even just making them up on the spot, just, like, bouncing off each other. It was it was crazy. It was, like, easily, easily, like, the funniest memory. <laughs> One of my best memories from freshman year was that memory right there. That's honestly, like, one of like, the only things I actually remember from freshman year, honestly. Freshman year was, like, a blur at this point. It's... Because that's what... Oh, God. Nine years ago now? Jeez. Nine years, man. That is so whack. About to be ten years. Good God. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school almost a decade ago. That sounds so crazy to think about. Uh, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's less than, like... You know, my dad, <laughs> like my parents, my parents are, you know, on the older side, but still just saying like, I was in like, I was a freshman in high school a decade ago. It just sounds so crazy. Like, <laughs> God, man. Cause like, it, it feels, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but like I said, like, I can't really remember much from it. And I feel like that's because it was kind of longish ago. And, like, you know, your brain gets filled up mostly with your most recent memories. And so as things get further and further back, like, the blurrier and blurrier they get. And you only really remember, like, key moments or uh, how they call it an inside out. And I just forgot it. I had it in my head. And then right when I said the name of the movie, I just forgot the word. Core memory. There it is. <laughs> 
if you've never watched Inside Out, by the way, highly recommend you watch that movie. That movie is so good. We watched it like four freaking times in rehab, man. <laughs> like, it, it was like their movie that they showed, like, about how you control your emotions and whatnot. And, but, like, the movie's just good. It's a good movie. Just outright. It's a great movie. Uh, I mean, there are lessons to be learned from that movie. You can pull a lot of stuff. Uh, but it is a really good way to visualize, like, emotions and how we, our brain works and how we think and stuff like that. The story was good. Characters were good. This isn't a movie review. It's not supposed to be. I don't know where I started, why I started going to movie review. But core memories. Yes, core memories. Uh, it's like, as, you know, things fade from the past, the core memories are the only things that really remain. Uh, so I guess this blonde joke story is like a core memory for me. <laughs> Like, cause like I can vividly remember everything about that, like about that, just that, that scene, like, like those like 20 minutes, I can remember legitimately everything, like what the room looked like, where I was sitting, like all of it, like that's so crazy, <laughs> like in such high detail, high definite, that's how you know it's a core memory, like I, that thing is stored like HD, 4K, you know, with the, uh, with the ProMotion 120, you're watching it at 120 hertz, bro, on a 120 hertz display, highest quality, 80 inches, <laughs> but yeah, I can't remember much from freshman year at all, actually, I do remember that it was the end of the world that year, because that was 2012, I vividly remember that, I actually, I vividly remember the day it was supposed to happen, and we had to go to school that day, <laughs> And it was like, it was, just, it was jokes, bro. It was just straight jokes. Like, because like, I mean, I mean, I was two years old during Y2K, right? So like Y2K did not apply to me. <laughs> but December 21st, 2012, I was there, bro. I was there. <laughs> I was, I was legitimately there for the end of the world and it did not happen. It did not happen. I do recall the movie 2012 that came out, I wonder if you remember, that movie sucked, uh, it, like, story-wise, it sucked, but, like, you know, horror porn-wise, not horror porn, destruction porn-wise, like, it was a great movie, <laughs> just things blowing up, the world collapsing, and none of it happened, it was just a normal day, like, it was, actually, it, it rained that day, it's pretty stormy outside, I do recall that, uh, but then it cleared up later in the afternoon, it was, like, a beautiful day, actually, so, <laughs> Nowhere near uh, end of the world material. Dude, speaking of end of the world, it felt like it was like post-apocalyptic times the other day. So um, I went to Walmart, right? It was pretty late at night because uh, it was after work. It was like 9.45, went to Walmart. And you know, there's clear people there, a little bit, not busy at all. I mean, that late. Um but, like, as you get further back in the store, like, it gets, like, really, really dry. There's like barely anyone, like, towards the back back. Um, and that's where I was because, like, I was walking through the back to get to the milk area. And so as I was walking through, the, uh, like, down that area, I was, like, one of the only people back there at that point. Just a few stragglers here and there. And on the intercom, they did an announcement for the COVID vaccine. Like, you know, how you could, you can pull up, get the vaccine, no schedule needed. And, you know, the, the typical, uh, like, announcer reader voice that is used in, like, every commercial and, like, for every announcement. And just, like, 
in that moment, the vibe was just different. For like, for, for just for me, the vibe was just completely different. Like, it felt like post-apocalyptic times, right? Where there's, there's this announcement about a vaccine, you know? And it's just like this, this, this huge, ginormous store is practically barren and empty and void of people. I feel like there's actually a zombie apocalypse happening. And like, you know, we're just the stragglers, survivors. And, you know, this Walmart used to be super duper busy and bustling. But now it's just dry because 85% of the population is like zombies now. Like that was the vibe. Like it was it was so weird and so random. But like it just, I don't know, bro, it just hit different, bro. It legit just hit different. And it was so, so strange. Like just... Because, like, obviously, we're never going to have, I mean, presumably, we're never going to have a zombie apocalypse. It's like, I will never know what it's like to be in a zombie apocalypse. But the feeling I got <laughs> in that moment, right, that I, like, if it were to happen, that's the feeling, that's what it would feel like, right? You know, just empty spaces that used to be super busy, they're big, they're built for a lot of people announcement about a vaccine, you know, that cures whatever disease uh, could possibly be making you into a zombie, you know, like it just, that's, it's just so, it was so strange. It was so strange. You kind of did get a little bit of that vibe during quarantine times. If you ever went, had to go out during quarantine. Uh, Cause like then even in the daytime, places were just dead and barren, you know, but during quarantine time, there was no vaccine, you know, announcement it was kind of like just like the rapture happened <laughs> and you didn't go to heaven <laughs> that's what that was like oh man you're speaking of post-apocalyptic actually post-apocalyptic uh i saw this one ad on youtube it like popped up of one of my videos it's called like uh, it was for this thing called like uh what was it called the aura yeah i think it was aura ring it was spelled kind of weird it was like O-U-R-A, I think, yeah, something like that, but, like, that thing is just, like, straight out of, like, you know, post-apocalyptic, or even, you could say, just a straight-up, you know, dystopian future, like, even the ad itself felt, like, dystopian, like, it was something you would see on, like, a, like, a holographic ad that's just, like, plastered somewhere in the city, like in every single dystopian movie, looking at you, cyber, not cyberpunk, well, yeah, it's cyberpunk 2077, but freaking Blade Runner, uh, both Blade Runners actually kind of had, every dystopian movie does that, like the ads, the holographic ads just everywhere in your face, and it's funny because like that's becoming more and more true every day, like, <laughs> but it's just not holographic, but there's ads everywhere, uh, but like this, like the vibes from this ad, bro. Like it, it was it was just weird. Just cause like what the product is, it just had like Blade Runner vibes. You know, it's cause it's like it's a ring. It looks like a regular normal ring, right? But like it will detect all the things in your body essentially. Like it'll track uh, uh like like blood oxygen. Uh, it knows when you're about to get sick. Uh, it knows like you know what ailment. And, you know, stuff will maybe be coming over. You track your period, like, months in advance or a month in advance, I think that, that was specifically. Uh, and then it'll let you know, like, a week in advance before it happens. 
like crazy stuff, right? And to be fair, right, you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like smartwatches, but the difference that I find is that smartwatch or smartwatches, uh, you know, they're they're like a supplement for your phone, just on your wrist, right? So while there might be you know health features, I think it was more like. Well, you know, it was more like because just because of the of the evolution of smartwatches, it was okay. Let's put a phone on your wrist. Now that the phone's on your wrist, let's just do other stuff with it since it's already there. Might as well add health features. So, like you know, it wasn't made for that originally, and it still doesn't do as much stuff as like that. What the ring was saying, um, but with with the advancement, it's, it's gotten there. But like I said, originally the the main focus of a smartwatch is putting a phone on your wrist, right? But the ring, it, it's it's specifically made for that, right? There is no screen in, on it. There's none of that stuff. It just literally just looks like a wedding ring, a wedding band, right? It's, it's a subtle ring that you wear. So it's like straight out of Black Mirror. Like, like that's what it looked like, just straight out of Black Mirror. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It was crazy. It's just kind of crazy to see. It's like the third evolution of it. I think I, I do recall... Uh, when this like, first became a thing maybe a couple years ago, and seeing it on, I think, like, like Snapchat or whatever, like, one of those, like, Snapchat stories, um, but yeah, now it's like, the third generation of it, it looked kind of dope, honestly, I'll be honest, it looked kind of dope, <laughs> it's kind of cool, I can't wear rings, though, because I have really fat knuckles, uh, I have really skinny fingers, and I have, like, normal-sized knuckles, actually, I have normal knuckles, but skinny fingers, so the ring would have to be, has to be big enough to get around my knuckle, and if it's big enough to get around my knuckle, that means it's going to be too loose sitting on my finger. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> Just got long, I got big hands, long fingers, you know how that goes. Uh, but like, you know, in reality, even though like it's kind of weird now, like if you give it some time, uh, they'll probably become commonplace. You know, just kind of go alongside smartwatches is something else you can do, right? Because, like, once Apple releases, like, an Apple ring, (laughs) uh, you know, then it'll be followed by the Samsung ring and then the Google ring, uh, usually in that order. Because, like, usually in that order just because, like, it sounds kind of absurd. And so Apple does the absurd thing and then people make fun of them for a year and then they just copy them. Uh, I'm not saying that in terms of like, you know, advancements. I'm talking about just absurd stuff. I can move the freaking headphone jack, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that the, once all that stuff happens and the, the ring will become commonplace, something like that, you know, and then everyone's just going to have it. And it'll be the normal thing. Thus slowly marching us uh, to the dystopian future that uh, we, we view in the movies, you know. Because like when you think about it, right? When you really think about it, uh, if you put yourself in those movies, it, it it was like a slow, gradual change, right? That that got it to that point, you know. Like in those worlds, it isn't the case. Like you know, everyone just like woke up one day and the world was like that. The world was just, oh, here we are, dystopian future. <laughs> you know, it's like. It's, 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 it's slow, right? It's slow, gradual changes until eventually the dystopian future isn't a dystopian future and it's just the present. It's just 
normal. It's just reality, right? It's like how if you live with someone or like you see someone every single day, uh, like you won't notice how much they change physically because it happens very, very small. Like every single day, they may something changes, you know, and at, over time, the changes add up, but you don't notice it because you see them every single day, right? You you adjust constantly to how they look as time passes. But if you then look at a picture from when you guys first met, uh, you know, or just from a few years back, you then see how much they've changed because now you're seeing it all at once, not just these small incremental changes, right? So that's exactly how a dystopian future work or how dystopian futures work, like the idea of it, the concept of it. Right? When we see it in a movie, we can point it out like, oh, that's a dystopian future simply because that's not how things are right now. Like it's, it's so jarring from how things are right now, right? But as time moves on, you know, and we slowly progress until eventually, you know, what we thought was science fiction, you know, that dystopian future is just normal reality. And it happens slowly. You don't actually notice it happening until you're there, until you look back to where it started and compare the two images left and right side by side to see all of those changes, you know? So like if we were to then, you know, go back and watch those movies, it wouldn't look so strange anymore, right? Because it would then just look like a slightly exaggerated version of current times. And that's all that movies are. They're just slightly exaggerated version of current times. You know, it's just like, it's an interesting thought, at least I think, just like how that, how it all happens. And because if you think about it, that's, we're getting there. <laughs> so we were just with how fast technology advances, you know, and even look at Facebook with like the metaverse, right? Uh, look at the way ads track you on websites track you as ads everywhere constantly vying for your attention we have ai that knows what you like and will constantly feed you what you like to keep you hooked onto things right onto social media onto things like that like it's like when you look at it just look at it the big picture of what where things are it's like if you go back a decade you know, maybe 15 years and compare the two images, we're living in the dystopian future. Like, we're living in the dystopian future of 2006, at least. <laughs> like, because, like, I mean, think about it. 2006, the iPhone didn't even exist. Smartphones weren't really a thing like that. So, like, th- this is said dystopian future where phones are so skinny and thin and the screens take up the entire surface with no bezels all the other stuff the ads the tracking uh the the addiction to technology in general how much we rely on technology self-driving cars cars that run on electricity not gasoline like voice controlled lights in houses uh i mean that it literally just 15 years that's science fiction you know that's why i say this is technically we are in the dystopian future 
And so just imagine what's going to, you know, how things are going to look in another 15. It's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be great. You're not even really going to notice it until you look back to this year, 15 years from now. Crazy. But if you like this episode, enjoy the podcast, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a rating, all that good jazz to let me know that you like it. Of course, you do like it. Share with your friends because good friends give friends good things and you want to be a good friend. So give your friend a good thing and it makes me feel good and I I want to feel good. So, hey, make me feel good. Share the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. Also, if you want to follow social media, is that guy that I had on the IGs and as always 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place every single day. You already know what I'm about to say. Drink plenty of water. Always stay hella hydrated and I will see you tomorrow.